0: Corner <laughs> when I'm not presenting, listening in and listen in. Hey, everybody,
1: welcome to bash University Live here on Tuesday night. We'll
2: take a quick break, watch John Cruises
0: on the Tokyo rig,
2: be a part of the show, get some chances to win some awesome prizes. Bass, you go,
3: you know, we didn't have that back then. It, 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 gives me so much energy. I mean, like I'm dialing.
0: Hey everybody, how you doing tonight? I hope you're having a wonderful Tuesday. I know I am. I want to welcome you to a brand new Bass U Live tonight, and boy, we got a good one for you. I don't know if you noticed the outfit, but I have my Christmas hat on. I have my bells, and we're going to ring in the holidays with an amazing show. Uh wanna introduce uh the crew tonight. We got a really good crew hanging with us tonight. Um let me start with uh let's see, here's the four box. And of course up there on that top left, we got Justin. What's up, man? Hi, bye How you doing tonight?
3: Man, I'm excited for this one. Excited for this one. We got too. uh I'm too Mr. A O Y. We get to find out some bash you moments, some stuff that probably hasn't been talked about. Yeah uh season and uh and i brought some christmas gifts for everybody heck yeah that uh is a part of tonight's list so excited to share the gifts with you guys uh that uh that make my top five for today
0: heck yeah that's awesome um right there next to justin on the top row alex how you doing tonight handled some ims for us tonight what you doing what's what's going on
3: that's exactly what's going on. Mike, handling the IMs. Brian's going to be helping me out as well. I'm excited to hear from Seth and especially get some mustache grooming tips for him. I've been looking for some on the Heck internet, yeah. but nothing too good out there. So Heck I'm excited yeah. to hear straight from the
0: source tonight. Word. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Word up on that one. Um, sitting there below Justin. We're not having him in the studio looking at him on this uh, crooked-ass screen moving. <laughs> he must be intoxicated already. I can't tell.
1: <laughs> Brian, a <De> carpenter,
0: <laughs> how you doing tonight? I'm
1: good, man, I'm God. hanging out with Axel. He uh, he wanted me to stay home tonight, so he's a punch. See,
0: there he is. Oh, like a dog, that's cute. I love dogs. Yeah. Uh, I'm a dog actually- person and a night person, just let you know. <laughs> um, and uh, last but not least, via Zoom, we've got the one only Dean Pete Glusick. Dean, how you doing tonight?
1: Man, we're I'm doing good. I'm, uh, I'm psyched that uh, J.K. brought gifts for all of us. That's, that's really cool.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: getting in the holiday spirit. Yeah. I brought some gifts for everybody. We've got ooh, ooh. a lot of giveaways tonight uh, for people that call in for, uh, for great questions and comments. And we have two amazing grand prizes that were given giving away tonight's show. So be a lot of fun.
0: That's awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, the holiday season, giving Seth Fighter. I couldn't think of a better show. Last but not least, let me introduce you to the other guest in studio tonight with us, pushing <laughs> buttons, making plays, letting Brian the Carpenter know he is replaceable. The one and only Rizzo. <laughs> Rizzo, a.k.a. Rizzo, A K. Rich. Rich, I don't know. Right?
2: I'm doing, doing good, man. Excited for this show. Uh, Seth's a uh, Seth's a buddy of all of us and yeah, a great good angler. Dude. Good dude. Indeed. Great angle. I don't know if Brian is replaceable or not. I don't feel like he is. I, I don't feel like he is because yes. I, I still feel a little bit overwhelmed and lost when I'm in here by myself. So we're uh we're not gonna say he's replaceable yet, but but anyway, I'm excited to be here, man. Uh excited to hear about Seth's AOI season yeah. and what Killer. he's yeah. Where he's at mentally yeah. going forward now that he has that title. You know, heavy lies yeah. the crown. So yeah. um, excited to hear about that. I am him,
0: too. Man. I am too. And uh, Pete, just to let you know, I'm going to uh, let everybody know watching and listening right now. We are going to corner Seth on a few hard topics tonight as well. And uh, mm. I, I know, you know, guys, uh, Pete, like to keep their little secrets close to the cuff in their pocket. Uh, but for sure, we're going to try to be pickpocketing Seth for a few of those tonight uh with the holiday season right here speaking of the holiday season uh and pete i want to throw it to you but let me tell you if you're listening and watching if you're a male especially because females tend to be better with this Riz, you know that but if you're a male and you're watching listening right now and you're saying oh shit, i forgot i've got a buddy an uncle a cousin a neighbor a guy in my fishing club my grandfather my son a nephew and they love the fish and sh- I, I forgot to get them something for christmas Oh my God! It's three and a half days away. What do I do, Pete? We give got a good call. we got a good solution for that, don't we, Mister Glusick?
1: Yeah, we do. All I right. Mean, subscribe to BashU TV. It's uh, you know, we got a great six month deal where you, when you subscribe to BashU for six months, we give you a three month uh gift card that you can use, or you can give it away to somebody else that you love that you know loves fishing. So perfect. That's what's going on right now. As well as, here, here's something else cool, Mike. We're going to be live in the classroom um, coming up next month. Uh, just a couple of weeks, really. We're going to be in uh, Anderson, South Carolina, and Gadsden, Alabama. If you, if you live within a 24-hour drive of either one of those places,
3: yeah.
1: Um, yeah. come on down. We've Tickets are for sale over at TheBashUniversity.com. Uh, you know, come and join us. We have an amazing lineup of speakers and topics. We have a blast. You can interact with the pros, get pictures, autographs, and uh, really spend a couple wintertime weekends learning and, and having a lot of fun with a bunch of fish heads
0: like us, Mike. Yeah, it's it's going to be awesome. I cannot wait. Uh, I'm going to be at Gatston with you guys and uh, definitely be following along. That's right. I'll be following along in South Carolina as well. And here's the thing, man. Justin, I'll corner you on this one. The world has been strange, and, uh, you know, the whole world's had to adapt to this new thing that we live in. The great thing mm-hmm. about Bash U is you can learn at your own leisure. As you know, phone, right. tablet, yep. computer, you could be right. home, right? That That's great, and, and we have that offering, but it feels nice to be getting back to normal a little bit and to be back in these seminars because right. there is nothing like – Personal interaction, yeah. one-on-one, uh, being there. I can tell you it's a, something very special, and I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to to give a presentation again. It's going to be nice.
3: Yeah, it's going to be great to have you back in the classroom, everybody. I know me and Rich have been talking about it for what seems like two years now, how much we missed it last year. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's fun to get to sit back and, and, and watch everything we've lined up come together, the great lessons, get to see everybody. Yeah interacting again because like you said that's that's a great piece and me and rich you know we can kind of wait around because rich man this year the hibachi brothers are back yeah we're going hibachi with our pros that's where we get our interaction we get some of the best tips
2: ever right there
3: at the table so we can't wait
2: that's right yeah it's uh he's my hibachi bro it's it's definitely a different feel when uh when we have the when we have the classroom seminars and it was very well missed uh you know, the, the Zoom seminars, the virtual, that was awesome. Yeah. You know, we yeah. we, uh, we we had some success with that, and, you know, people got access to, you know, the pros through that. But being in the classroom and feeling that energy is something that yeah. you really can't re- replace. So, seriously, if you're, if you're anywhere near Gadsden, Alabama, come hang with us, man. Yeah. We want to see you there.
0: And we're going to, uh, in addition, Pete mentioned some of the pros, uh, in addition to a great lineup of pros, we have some topics that are mind-blowing uh, for these. And if you talk about – Cutting-edge techniques, uh, lures, modifications, stuff that you don't get to hear about. Come to these classes. Come listen to these guys talk about them. They're talking about things they love to do. They're giving away the secrets. That's really key at our seminars. I want to give them just a little sprinkle. I don't even know if I'm allowed to do this, but I'm here live on the mic, so I'm just going to go ahead and do it. I'm going to give a little (laughs) sprinkle of what I'm going to be talking about, my seminars. Um, I'm going to be talking about grass-ripping. Grass ripping, and it's a, it's a technique that if you, if you fish anywhere with vegetation, mm-hmm. there's a way to get your lure through that grass that will create reaction strikes. Uh, cannot wait to talk about that. I'm also going to be talking about I brought some up here with me right there. I'll give you a little sneak peek. Very hard, a hot commodity, hard to get lately, but they're available now. Starting to see guys get these. And this is mm-hmm. a bluegill shape, bluegill silhouette profile, soft swim bait. So you've heard some soft swim bait seminars before, but we're going to be talking about soft swim baits that imitate panfish or bluegills. We're going to be talking about the gilly, the endless amount of rigging options. I can't wait to deliver that one, man. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be good. It's man, be good. that's
3: so, that's, I'm so pumped for that one. I, um, you know, I, I told you about some sneaky stuff that I can't wait to apply. That I think that's actually going to be a, uh, a big time tournament bait. Uh, there's definitely been some discussion about that, and I, I have confidence that we'll see it. You know, Ho- hopefully, you'll get to uh, do some of that sneaky stuff on, on camera this year. But I, I want to go ahead and dive in on some of the other topics that we've got. You know, Gads and Gadsden with uh, Ike, you got JT Kenny is going to geek out on spinner baits with us and talk about why color matters in all different types of watercolors. He's gonna break that down into about four different types of watercolor and uh, go kind of crazy when it comes to blade combinations, skirts. And um, honestly, he uh, he he's gonna go nuts with it. And then uh, another example, I'm not gonna give them all to you, but we got Wes Logan joining us. He's gonna talk about fishing that bank grass, some sneaky stuff involved there. Um, Brian Thrift, go big or go home. Know when to upsize and throw magnum baits. Um, That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, John Murray is going to talk about the Domeki rig, and he's going to talk about the shallow stuff with the tight lining. Uh, uh, I know IQ fished that tight lining and Domeki rig tournament back in the day. Oh, yeah. Um, And we're seeing guys drop on them in deep, super deep water down in my neck of woods. And, uh, that, you know, he's going to go, uh, all into that Domeki rig. Um, Matt Heron is going to join our top five series. I've got about four guys doing a top five series for you guys, um, based on seasonal stuff. And so he's going to do a top five, his top five for summertime fishing. I'm really excited about that. It gets you guys a lot of different options, um, depending on the season, um, Patrick Walters, he's going to be doing a top five for pre-spawn as well as a fishing trees seminar. Ooh. So Ooh. we know that he uh, plowed them at Lake Fork a couple years ago fishing the uh, the standing timber. That's right. Um, but, in, but those are suspended fish. The dude grew up on cypress trees, so he's going to cover cypress trees, standing timber, And lay down and lay downs and all these different scenarios to break down how he breaks down fish and trees. So excited about that. Um, John Cruz is going to be doing a comprehensive on the right jig for the job. And the reason that this is a big comprehensive course is that uh, there's so many different styles of jigs out there. Um, from swim jigs to football jigs to flipping jigs to casting jigs, and we we can break it down into probably 17 categories if you really want to. So John Cruz is going to go go break that down for us, teach us how to select the right jig for the right job. Um, we got GDP in the house. Um, you know he's GDP. we've we've seen him uh, throw that Carolina rig in that current when everybody else is drop shotting, and he's going to give us a, a seminar on the Carolina rig. Um, as well as uh, his his unique way he breaks down uh, how to choose a top water, um, he sold me on that right off the cuff. You know, I said, "Well, I don't need just another topwater class." And then GDP gave me about a two or three minute synopsis that uh, I think guys are going to get a unique, um, just a unique version of of a way to think when you're when it's topwater season. So I'm excited about that, uh, Matt Airy. Uh, kind of as an opposite of Brian Thrift's when to uh, upsize, he's going to talk about when to downsize, Ooh. when things get tough. Ooh. And don't think that this is your average Ned Rig class, because it's not. He's going to talk about uh, some micro blade baits, to, like micro metal baits. Um, and also, he might talk about a Charlie Brewer's slider glove, grub. <laughs> so, uh, Old school. a lot of cool scenarios for that one, stuff Old that he Uses that on tour. I'm uh, excited to get that one. Um, so Brandon Cobb, a couple more guys. We'll just highlight one topic each. Kind of in our tournament strategies. Kind of like I'm, I'm doing the top five. The uh, he's got a top five for post spawn. Um, but I also did with the Lee brothers in our virtual seminars. They did kind of a tournament strategies themed topics. And uh, he's going to take one on as well. Brandon Cobb's going to do run and gun versus slow and methodical he's going to walk us through every month of the year every different type of scenarios try to give you guys a lot of examples defining you know how you know this is a running gun type tournament or how you know you need to pick an area slow down it's it's a for tournament fishermen it's just such a a tug and pull right um and so he's gonna gonna walk through that um i'm really excited about that and then Drew Cook, we all know the kid uh, hits us. he zero seminars with us. I think he was on yeah he was on a, a, a live show with us and gave out some great sight fishing tips. Um, as young as he is,' he's, he's probably one of the best sight fishermen on tour. Um, which that's good when you're on bass because they sure f- like to fish a lot of sight fishing with us as we know. And uh, we're gonna get that class from Drew i um, really excited about that. He's also got a uh, shallow to deep water swim jigs class coming. I mean, and uh, some highlights. I know I rambled, but gosh, I cannot be more excited uh, for the topics that we're going to get in our 2022 seminar season. Heck, yeah. It's going to be awesome, JK. And, and just
1: we did just come off of our big virtual uh, seminar. A lot of people from Bash you were there. Uh, I was there on, on day two. And uh, it was really cool. Some highlights. Randy Howe hadn't been with us for a while. Super excited to have him back talking about cranking and um, and diving in the deep there, Take a deep breath. and shallow. And, and I missed him. And Claybion Beyond Johns diving. Mike, this was really cool. Dove into brim fishing and dove into the different species of brim and, and how the green sunfish versus the warmouth versus the 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 other types of sunfish which it was so it, it was so in depth i got to go back and listen again uh some some really neat stuff all that stuff's coming out on on bass you and um and we had a we had a really nice highlight uh mike i don't know if you know but we got to do a morning session out on lake gunnersville i
3: didn't and, know
1: that <laughs> yeah oh. we did on on our you know did, after we were done packing up with the that morning we got up at dawn and we were we were out on the water, in JK's boat. Some interesting things because you brought it up, Mike. You talked about ripping grass.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, right. This is where, this is where for me, this is where you, I mean, you made your your name, ripping yeah. grass, on in the mouth of Browns Creek. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, and we drove right past there. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, we drove.
2: Didn't stop. We drove Didn't right.
1: Stop. Yeah. Yeah, we we drove right past there, and I was thinking about you, and I was remembering that time, and and it was awesome. And we we also that same day we we popped in on Randy Howell's you know classic winning bridge, which yeah. we just had a seminar from him, you know, so yeah. we got to we got to visit that spot, and uh you know it, we the bass didn't you know we weren't catching the bass too good. Jk uh, got us around the Browns Creek Bridge. We were in his boat and. And got us all around these these incredible schools of bait fish, pelicans, seagulls. Everything's dive bombing, and um, he's throwing one of Shane's umbrella rigs. Wasn't that what it was, Jake? Blade, blades yep. of glory. Blades of yep. glory. Yep. It has. It had like 105 baits and, yeah. and <laughs> 17, you know, blades and hooks everywhere, and uh, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> and Riz is there throwing a blade bait because he can't throw anything else these days since <laughs> the Chesapeake, right? It's blade bait season. So he's catching these these uh hybrids, these 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 stripes down there, and they're about they're fattest could be two pounders each and they're coming in. JK's catching them two at a time on on his uh Alabama rig. And then JK just ties into the the monstrosity, miscellaneous fish of all time. <laughs> and uh and catches catches this channel cat or is it a blue cat? It was, it was a, blue a blue cat. Right? It was a blue. It was a big blue, and, yeah, a big giant. I'm telling, it was over. It it bottomed out his thirty pound Rapala scale. Wow, big yeah. one. So yeah. we, we don't know how big it was, wow. but yeah. it it had it had that Alabama rig wrapped around it twenty times, and <laughs> and just huh. absolutely just mangled that. And, <laughs> and we got some amazing pictures with that fish, and it was really awesome. But the but I, but you know, we're getting things back together. And I'm like, well, I, let me. I got this Alabama rig, and it's all mangled. Let me try to straighten it out, get all the catfish off of it. And I start messing with it, trying to clean it off in the water. And uh, I lost it. I, the whole thing, all 150 lures that were yeah. on the <laughs> Alabama rig. I, I dropped right into the water, and it's gone. And that was it. That was, like, the last cast we got oh, to make. Man. And uh, But but, but it was a blast. <laughs> we fed a family.
0: Wow. Earl. <laughs> crazy
1: yeah yeah we yeah we did jk uh we, we brought that fish up to up to the bank and, and somebody took it that to, i'm um, they're going to be eating on that catfish for the next
0: two years i'm wow. sure wow that was a there it is there they go right there wow that's a big cat look at that thing it JK came up is. to my chest wow. and riz
3: doubled up on a 20 pound drum right when i caught it wow <laughs> miscellaneous mayhem Yeah. kings of miscellaneous yeah. man yeah
0: you got to fight me and dave what? haas for that title yeah <laughs> yeah that's what I'm talking about no, it, was, it was a blast awesome. We
2: could have sat there and caught probably 100 stripers ah, That's no, fine yeah. When if we you're fun to, fishing, I don't mind a little bit yeah, of that If we had to do it over, I, I, I say we could have just stayed there and just wailed on wailed stripers on. all day long yeah. Yeah.
3: All right, well, We would have we would have set a personal record for the most fish each of us would have ever <laughs> caught in a day if You had <laughs> yeah. a, a, a bunch of blade baits and an Alabama rigs wow. I mean, it was Crazy. they were so thick, it was every cast
0: Crazy! That's amazing. Uh the real question is: How many DT sixes are you think that are, are lost or snagged on that r- stretch of riprap that Randy How won? Over? How many oh demon colored DT sixes are down there? That's what I want to know. Any Maybe guesses? So
3: you've got to hear this, Ike. So I fished the ABT one hundred at Gunnersville, right? And my spot was a, was a good piece. I had to go past the the Spring Creek Bridge, right? The last one. And I pulled up there, and there's Swindle on the riprap, throwing a red DT6. <laughs> what about that? <laughs> As I go through there, I was like, good great. Does anybody try anything new?
0: How unique. Ch- Chasing reports. Chasing reports. Fishing reports. Yeah. From 10 years back. Yeah. Uh, guys, we had a great show for you tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to hear things from Seth that are going to blow you away. I know you are. It's going to be a great one. Let me remind you, Alex, you're taking taking some calls. You're taking questions. What are you doing? You're patching oh, questions through. What are you doing tonight? I'm doing all of that. You can all call me, text me, FaceTime me, Skype me, yes. landline, whatever you got. I'm here. All right. Landlines. I like, I like it. Landlines, anything you want to do, we want to hear from you. It's important if you've got a question or comment. Send them through to Alex. Uh, he's going to get them posted, and we'll get your questions answered. Yeah, let's go
2: ahead and roll one out, Alex. If you, uh, Oh, yeah, you if got you, some? If already. you got one ready, we got a DT-20 and uh, some missile bait quivers that are going to go out the door here. So <laughs> yeah. we got a yeah. question. Let's... Let's hear it.
3: Wow. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, this was a good one that came in early on from Dave Carroll. So, Dave, please go ahead and send us in your subscriber number. We'll get you that DT20 and some missile base quivers. And Dave wants to know, he's asking the board, what do you guys do in a tournament situation to gain confidence when you have little or no time to practice for that tournament?
0: Oh, they're
3: all wacky rigs.
0: Dave, good question. Good question. I know how Pete's going to answer that. It begins with an S. <laughs> uh, and, it's, and it's <laughs> an, uh, no. That's a that's a great question. I'm gonna let the panel chip in. But I, I just want to say something real quick, because when you said that, it hit home with me because I've, I've had many events over the years where you have little to no practice time. And the one thing I can tell you is there are old standbys to me and we just we just talked about a few in conversation and here they go i'll give them to you uh riprap and bridges right so riprap mm-hmm. causeways that that go across roads that are dams that uh, uh encompass a marina right those riprap causeways always 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 100 percent of the time have fish mm-hmm. as do Bridge pilings. I have never met, not once, a bridge piling that I didn't like and want to marry or fondle. Okay, (laughs) Bridge pilings always have fish on them. The marinas themselves, listen to me, Rizzo, they are always in there. I don't care what time of the year. If you have no practice and you look up on that map, your computer map, or if you're old like me in a paper map, and you see a marina, God, it's got fish in it, I promise you. So, uh, you know, for me, my answer would be fish the old standbys, fish places you know the fish live. Don't worry about running around. Put yourself around fish, and that's going to give you a chance even when you have no, no practice time.
1: But well, that, that can beat that explanation. I agree. I want to add docks. Docks. You got to add, I, I want to add docks because, man, you can all, any time of year, you can find a dock pattern yeah. of virtually every, every body of water anywhere. You want to you want to definitely throw docks, but but Mike, you you said it the best. This year I fished a lot of tournaments with little to no practice, yeah. and it and I and I I found myself and this is a great question that was asked. It's like um, I what I the key to success for me was to not run around. Is to fish is to create is to treat your tournament day as a new as a practice day as your first practice day, mm-hmm. and. And fish thoroughly in, in the areas and um and not run around, not yeah. fish history, not run around trying to chase some dock talk. Uh yeah. just open up and and just fish in, in relatively small areas, like it's a practice day. Uh it's it's a daunting task, but uh, but that it was a lot of success for me this year. But docks, oh my gosh, I love fishing docks. Some people hate it. I absolutely love it. Uh docks are key.
2: So I got. I'm gonna tap in on that here with you, Pete. And you said something there that 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 rung a bell for me in not allowing yourself to run around. And you, so I, I had an event this year at Kerr Lake Bugs Island, and you know, one of the things that I did to to not allow myself to run around and be an idiot and spin out was, you know, in this in this instance, I did have some practice time. But one of the things that I did in those practice times is I picked a section of the lake that I knew I was going to practice, and I only put about a quarter or a half a tank of gas in my boat, so that running from the (laughs) dam to the bridge to the river to the trying to see the whole lake in one day, nice, it was not a thing. And then the other thing that I took away from that, and this would be applicable to somewhere if you don't have practice and you're on a body of water, do your homework the night before you get there Figure out what section of the lake the most tournaments go out of. Figure out what section of the lake maybe the biggest tournament recently has gone out of. And, you know, it's some people are going to bash me for this, but go into an area where you know that tournaments have been going out of and there's going to be fish swimming around. There's retreads, obviously. And if you do your homework, you figure out, you know, uh, seasonally what baits should, you know, what baits should lead you to some success on that body of water and you know you're going to be around fish. Man, just 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 get out there and cover some water and get a few bites till you start to feel comfortable, and then then roll from there. One one bite, two bite, three bites does a lot for you as as far as just being able to settle down yeah. and fish, and then put it together yeah. once you got some slime on your hands. Yeah. Agreed,
0: agreed. Yeah, I, agree. I want to add
3: one thing real quick. I loved uh, I love both Pete and Mike's answers too, but man, Mike, I'm I'm totally with you on the bridge. If I don't know anything. I'm going to a bridge, but the one thing I will say that I think is more and more overlooked and they, they've got to have these at every body of water in America. And I've probably used them to bail me out in tournaments over the last two years, more than anything is a lay down tree. Heck yeah. A laid out down tree. The more isolated, the better, but golly, you know, (laughs) it seems like if I, if my, you know, pattern fizzled or whatever, I could pull up to a lay down tree and i mean you can get top water bites around them you can get spinner baits are great around them swim jigs you know and then of course flipping you know caught a lot of a lot of fish flipping a texas rig on them too so uh they, they they've been bailing me out man and it's yeah. I, i'll never forget mike you bailed yourself out at a lake martin uh bass master elite series it was either day two or day three yep. your pattern was fizzling and you you kind of turned around and i think you like Caught some big ones, filled out your limit, made a check off of a laydown. I also just, I always remember that. one. Yeah. Running pine,
0: running pine trees, lay down pine trees, uh, specifically yeah. pine trees. But just what Justin said, I think it's a good thing, right? When you don't have the time, electronics become less important, right? And we're going to hear a mm-hmm. little bit about that from Seth tonight, but yeah. when you have mm-hmm. no practice and you're just fishing, your eyes become super important, right? Oh. So You know, Pete mentioned a dock. Justin mentioned a laydown. So the nice thing is there are things you can run once you figure that out, right? Right. Are they on the tip of the laydown? Are they in the heart? Are they on the back (laughs) of the dock? And then you could go duplicate. You can go run it. If you don't believe me, go back and look at the MLF Cups. Not the Bass Pro Tour, but the MLF Cups. Go back in time and look at those events. Yeah, I would say 90-plus percent of them are won by guys using their eyes back when and it was not their elect- mm. right back when mlf was entertaining that's right um, <laughs> guys using yep. their eyes not their electronics because in the cups you don't know yeah. crap yep. you show up they show, dump up and, you in. show up and go you don't have time you yeah. don't have time to idle around for three hours like brian thrift
2: you get like a seven minute ride around
0: right you got a little <laughs> ride around and you got to go and and using your <laughs> eyes on those targets and listening to the fish that's a big deal. So, uh, great question. That was David, right? I think Alex. Great question, David. You're going to win a little hodgepodge of stuff here. Mm-hmm. I think something or other.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah that's uh, he's going to get a, a DT20 and missile bait quivers. We uh, And guys, <laughs> along with uh, along with questions tonight, we also got grand prizes going out the door. Uh, we got a ton of stuff to give away. So we're going to split it up into two packs. Um, They're going to be about $150 to $200 prize packs each. Uh, They're going to be going out for Ken Duke trivia questions that we're going to bring in uh, towards the end of the show. Also, during tonight's show, we're going to be doing two Gills Gear uh, $25 gift card giveaways. They'll be for questions as well. Um, and uh, there's going to be a Facebook like and share going out tonight as well. That's going to be a $50 prize pack from all of our awesome sponsors here at BU. Um, I just realized I'm not even on camera, so you guys are hearing a ghost talk right now. ghost, uh, the ghost <laughs> of Christmas past. Yeah, just, you know, working through the kinks here of pressing, pressing the buttons that Brian makes look, look easy for so long. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, have, uh, we got Seth actually in the queue here, so... If you guys are ready, we can roll into a commercial and then bring him in start talking AOI.
0: Let's do it. All right, listen to me. Hang in there with us. Uh, Brand new BU. The exciting part's coming. we got Seth Fighter joining us. We're going to be talking strategy, baits, AOI win, all that stuff. Hang in there with us. When we come back, more of the Bash U Holiday Special.
2: Aquaview, the leader in underwater viewing technology. Find what you are looking for. Catch more fish. Have more fun. Aquaview. Seeing is believing.
1: Why do you love catching fish and rods? I'm
0: truly losing less fish.
1: It is the sensitivity of the rod.
0: That's made right here in North Carolina in the USA. Strongest, lightest rod. 100 percent made here in Sanford, North Carolina.
1: From the drop shot rod, to the flipping stick. Every rod has a purpose to it, and I rely on them all the time when I'm out there in a tournament.
2: Durability in the John Cruise Worman series, the counterbalancing in the handle. It's the only rod i found that can withstand my hook set. Boom! Goes the dynamite!
3: We're different.
2: Some would say obsessed. There's no place on earth we'd rather be than right here, right now. Performance-driven gear, so you can fish longer, harder. Gill's
1: Performance Fishing.